Let us pray. Gracious God, send your Holy Spirit to dwell here among us, so that only your word may be spoken, and so that only your word may be heard. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. As we talked about last week, Paul is using the technology of his day in order to communicate with people that he'd rather see in person. And so fundamentally, what Paul is doing is not all that different than what we are doing. The technology is different, of course. Paul is using you know, paper and pen, uh, maybe papyrus and pen, the latest technology of that day, and we are using videos and um, the internet. So very different in terms of the means, the technology itself, but yet the, the purpose, the goal, the motivation is the same. It is people who'd much rather be together, but they're being kept apart, and they're doing it so that they can connect, so that they can support each other, and so that they can continue to grow in faith together. So for me, this year, as we've been working our way through the epistles, I have been connecting with them in a new way, connecting with Paul in a new way. So for the past month or so, we've been working our way through um, Paul's letter to the Philippians, and now today we move on to Paul's letter to the Thessalonians. We'll be here for about a month. We'll take one week off for All Saints Sunday, but over the next month or so, we're going to wake our way through Paul's letter to this community, the Church of the Thessalonians. And today we get the very first section of the letter. Now, it's kind of weird at first because Greek letter writing conventions are different from our letter writing conventions. So where we have kind of a, you know, an open citation at dear so-and-so, and then you have the letter, and then sincerely the author, all of that, that closing, all gets moved into the opening and actually starts where we end. So it starts with the author, Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy, and then it says who it's to, to the Church of Thessalonians. And then it ends, this whole opening part ends, grace and peace to you. That's kind of like our sincerely. Right? So we say, sincerely, Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy, or like when I write a letter to you, I often say blessings or blessings and peace. Right? It's that same kind of thing um, moved up here to the beginning. And that ends, blessings and peace to you. That ends the opening, that kind of formal opening thing you have. And then you get into the letter, the body of the letter. And the very first thing, first thing Paul has to do is Paul has to lay the foundation of what he's going to talk about. Because Paul has a purpose for his letter. He wants to kind of deal with an issue that they are dealing with and help them work through it. So in order to do that, he needs to set up a couple of foundational things. And right now we're in that opening foundation laying section. And there are a lot of foundations that Paul has to lay uh, before we get to kind of the, the core, the meat of the letter, as it were. I'm not going to focus on all of them. Hopefully we'll get to a few of them in the coming weeks because we're going to see as they kind of come to fruition later on in the, in the letter. But I want to focus today on that very first foundation that Paul lays, which is the foundation of gratitude. The body of the, pair of the letter begins... I offer my thanksgiving to God for all of you. That is how Paul actually starts the letter after he gets through his formalities, and that is the very first foundation that he has to lay. 
And I think this is really important foundation to lay as the first one because it is a reminder of how central gratitude is to our faith, to Paul's faith and to our faith. What is it that we do when we are able to gather together in person? Every time, every Sunday, we gather together to celebrate the Eucharist. And what is the Eucharist? It is the Greek word for Thanksgiving. The Eucharist is the great Thanksgiving. When they gather together, we offer Thanksgiving to God for the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We offer Thanksgiving to God that we've been called into this life, in to follow Jesus. We offer Thanksgiving to God for all the gifts that God has given us in this life. At the core, at the center of our faith is gratitude. And by making that the very first foundation that he lays, it is such a poignant reminder of that truth. Now, I know gratitude is so much harder during challenging times, like we find ourselves in at this moment. But Paul knew that all too well. Another one of the foundations that Paul lays is the foundation of their communal suffering that they've been through. That Paul has been through suffering and they've been through suffering. And that's another foundation he has to lay as he gets into this letter and the things that he needs to talk about with them, about faith and love and hope. So Paul and people of the, the Church of the Thessalonians, they are not without having gone through some very serious suffering, difficulty. And yet, they are still able to offer their gratitude to God. And so are we. And so are we. These are very difficult times. Very challenging. And yet, God's gifts still rain down upon us. They truly do. There are so many things I find myself grateful for. One of those things is despite the fact that we cannot be together in the same way, I'm grateful that I'm still able to connect with you through the technology that we have. It may not be as good as what we like it to be. It's not ideal. It is what we have, and it is something to help support us, to connect us, and help us grow in our faith as we move through these times. These times that will end, we're still able to find this way to connect and support and to grow in faith together. And there are so many other things to be grateful for. In the midst of all these challenging things, there are still opportunities to laugh, still opportunities to connect, still opportunities to to work and to find ways to enjoy life. There are still good things in the midst of all of the difficulty. And so my friends in Christ, I encourage you to take some time to focus in on gratitude, to find ways to intentionally lay that foundation. Maybe it's counting on your fingers every day five or ten things that you're thankful for. But work on that. Practice thankfulness. 
I want to share with you a prayer from our prayer book. It's one of my favorite prayers. It comes from uh, the prayers and thanksgivings section towards the back of the prayer book. This is called A General Thanksgiving. And it's found on page 836. I'd like to pray this prayer with you today to close out our sermon. Let us pray. Accept, O Lord, our thanks and praise for all that you have done for us. We thank you for the splendor of the whole creation, for the beauty of this world, for the wonder of life, and for the mystery of love. We thank you for the blessing of family and friends, and for the loving care which surrounds us on every side. We thank you for setting us at tasks which demand our best efforts, and for leading us to accomplishments which satisfy and delight us. We thank you also for those disappointments and failures that lead us to acknowledge our dependence on you alone. Above all, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, for the truth of his word and the example of his life, for his steadfast obedience by which he overcame temptation, and for his dying through which he overcame death, and for his rising to life again in which we are raised to the life of your kingdom. Grant us the gift of your Spirit, that we may know him and make him known. And through him, at all times and in all places, may give thanks to you in all things. Amen.